The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So in keeping with the little reflection that was suggested this morning, reflecting on, you know, some of the benefits practice has brought us in our lives, um, you know, if we are paying attention, we can see clearly that over time this practice um, has transformative powers. It changes, changes us. And... All we have to do really is to just show up, show up for ourselves and make this noble effort um, gently, consistently, and in that way we take responsibility for ourselves and for our own minds and the actions that come out of our minds. Um, but it is easy to get discouraged from time to time. Um, even the Dalai Lama has talked about some of the periods in his practice where it was dry and stale. and um, So um, the practice can be difficult in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. Um, and so um, sometimes we get discouraged and, you know, our practice isn't going the way we want it to and so how do we work with that, that frustration and that discouragement? And one of the ways is to look back, look back um, at um, your life and past months, years of practice and just consider those benefits that the practice has brought to you. I mean, can you notice ways that you've changed? Perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps you're less demanding and more allowing with your family and friends, co-workers. Um, perhaps you're more patient and less easily irritated when things don't go your way. Perhaps anger no longer causes you to, what's that expression? See red, see red, and react um, in ways that you later regret. Um, perhaps the pace of your life is slower, is slower, and so you're noticing more, and um, you feel less rushed. Maybe you feel more at ease. Perhaps you're not so critical of yourself. You're kinder to yourself. And in that way, your heart is more open, more open to yourself and to others. Um, perhaps you, you no longer assign so much substance to um, all your thoughts and all those stories that we have in our minds. You know, you, maybe you question a little more now. What, what's really true? What's really true here? Um, 
perhaps you're able now to take a slight pause before you speak or before you act. And so your actions are getting more skillful. Uh, Perhaps you feel healthier in your body and your mind. And now that you have this practice that um, allows us to, to meet the stress of life, we have something we can turn to that supports us. Um, perhaps you're more relaxed about the state of our very um, imperfect world. Um, that maybe you no longer take on the whole weight of all the world's troubles. Having some understanding that, you know, um, maybe you can let go of that weight by finding something that you can do in your life to make the world more peaceful. You know, it could be something as simple as being more kind to your partner or more accepting of your children just as they are, more tolerant of your neighbor. Perhaps you're more um, accepting of aging or, or illness and just aware of the healing aspect of that um, of that acceptance that we are all subject to aging, illness, and, and death, something we all share. Um, and perhaps you're more aware of moments in your day when you're happy, when you're content, whereas before you really <clears throat> were only noticing when you were suffering and when you were unhappy. So this practice that we have is, is truly a treasure. And, um, and then I was reminded, actually, of a um, conversation from the discourses where the Buddha is in conversation with um, a member of royalty, a king, um, kings did come to visit and um, hear the Buddha's wisdom. And, of course, in ancient India during those days, there was a lot of um, con- conversation, debate, actually, between the various religious sects, the Brahmins, the ascetics, and so on. A lot of um, arguments, actually, which the Buddha kind of de- declined to enter into. He wasn't really interested in arguing, um, debating um, metaphysical concerns, you know, um, where do we come from, and um, is there an afterlife? But in this particular conversation that he was having with the king, the king was asking, um, you know, well, through this practice and through these qualities that we cultivate, qualities um, like generosity, virtue, um, compassion, loving kindness. Is this, is this going to guarantee me a place in the afterworld? And um, so the Buddha um, answered him by saying, well, um, you know, and again, the afterlife was not something that was really um, something that the Buddha really talked about much, but... Um, He said, well, one thing is for sure, 
that cultivating those qualities in this life, you will suffer less in this life. And if there is an afterlife, you're guaranteed a seat. If there's an afterlife. So we're covered both ways. (laughs) We're covered both ways. Who knows? Um, So I've really enjoyed practicing with all of you today. And um, I hope that, um, that extending invitation for lunch if you like to stay. And I'm going to turn things over to um, Nane.